Oh, Father, I thank you for today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We can celebrate the goodness of the Lord and his kindness to us. I've been um, this week hearing from a lot of people who were listening last week, which really encourages my heart as a pastor. Hallelujah. And applying the word to their lives. And it's been so exciting to hear stories of people who've been coming into agreement with the word of God and declaring it and seeing things happen as a result. It's an amazing, uh, amazing opportunity that we have. And we know that we've been made righteous. Hallelujah. Therefore, we have the power to behave righteously. And as those who are the righteousness of God in Christ, those who have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who've exchanged our sin for his righteousness, who believe that his sacrifice can take away, completely removes my unrighteousness and gives me in exchange his righteousness. We as the righteousness, as the righteousness of God have power now to act like God. We have the power to choose to live like Jesus. Hallelujah. And as a result, we can know and have confidence that we look like our daddy. Amen. We look like him. We are made in the image of God. Our hearts have been circumcised. It's The old nature has been cut away. Hallelujah. Hooray. And we now have a new nature, the nature of God. And we have freedom now. We're no longer slaves to sin, but we are free to choose life, to choose what is right and to walk in holiness. And as such, we have power to speak the word. The scripture tells us that God made the world with his words. God created, he spoke and it was. And we've been created in the image of God who created the world with his words. And he's waiting for us to get out of our self-absorbed uh, delusion and wake up to the fact that we've been set free from sin and ourselves. We've been made new so that we can behave as the ones who are the sons and daughters of the Most High God. To begin to behave as people who are not victims surviving through the world, but who are ruling and reigning, hallelujah, on the earth as, as ambassadors of Christ. And that means we can open our mouths and create, hallelujah. I was reading um, this week, just opened my Bible up to Psalm 81, verse 10. And as I was looking at Psalm 81, um, that morning, that same morning, uh, Anita sent me a text message. And she'd been reading Psalm 81 in the Passion Translation. And I got very excited because I could hear the Lord speaking. Psalm 81 verse 10. In the New King James, well this is in the Passion, but in the New King James Version it says this, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. In the Passion Translation, it says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. Open wide your mouth with a mighty decree. I will fulfill it now, you'll see. The words that you speak, so shall it be. Hallelujah. 
I believe that's an invitation, waiting for a response. All of Scripture is invitation, waiting for response. All the promises of God are yes and amen, but we are required to RSVP. We're required to say, yes, I receive that. I'll have that. And then we have the power to speak it into being. Hallelujah. We are not passive and uh, in, in this journey with the Lord. We are co-laborers with him. He is the king and we are his bride. And we are called to, to actively walk by faith and to speak into being those things that he says. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only speak what I hear the Father saying. And the Lord's waiting for us to begin to behave, not as, not as little um, victims, but as people who walk with power and authority and recognize the power of our speech. Uh, as, as one who um, understands some, some of the prophetic, I know the power that I have when I prophesy. Something is activated. But I understand too that every time I'm speaking, whether it's a thus saith the Lord or not, I am prophesying. I'm speaking. And so I'm very careful about my words. I, I want to speak life. I want to speak truth because I know that when I am speaking, I am creating. Hallelujah. And so we want to be, care, we want to be careful. I spoke last week about... A game that I play. And that is just going around the circle and getting people to make decrees about things that be not as though they are. To speak it out. But you know, decrees and speaking the word of the Lord is not just some vain thing that we do hoping it will come to pass. It has to be based on faith. It has to be based on believing that this is the will of God. Whatever we ask according to his will, we can have. F.F. F. Bosworth used to say that faith begins where the will of God is known. And when we know the will of God, we can have confidence as we speak it that we're not, it's not some magic trick that we're doing. It's not some wishful thinking or some positive thinking. It is actually power-filled, faith-filled uh, activations in the spirit where we are speaking and decreeing and creating with our words. Hallelujah. I wanted to just go through a few decrees that I, I think we can make just to get you started, to get you going a little bit on what it looks like to live with a mouth filled with the word of the Lord, speaking creatively, speaking powerfully. And we can speak all sorts of different decrees. We can decree present day realities, things that are actually true, speaking the truth. We demolish all arguments and pretensions with the weapons of our warfare that are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. We have power to speak. And when temptation comes, we can answer like Jesus did. We can answer with the word of the Lord. We can speak the word and see the lies dispelled. So when a lie comes, we don't just ignore it and go, oh, it's a lie. It's a lie. Why am I feeling? Why am I thinking that? That's a terrible thought. Instead of ignoring it or pretending that it's not there, we're called to demolish the arguments. And we do that by telling the truth, by speaking the truth. When temptation comes, you don't have to feel bad that you've been tempted. Jesus was tempted. And he was tempted like we were, which means I don't think the enemy turned up with a pitchfork. 
he would have been, I expect, tempted in his thoughts because that's how we are generally tempted. So the enemy came and he tempted him with something that would have would have felt tempting. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been temptation. And instead of feeling bad about the fact that he felt tempted, he demolished the argument with the word of the Lord, with the truth. Hallelujah. We need to be people who don't take on the guilt that the enemy wants to bring into our lives through temptation, but to demolish the argument with the truth and say, that is external, that's a lie, and this is the truth. I am not afraid of my feelings, but I'm going to tell my feelings to line up with the truth of God. And I'm going to tell you, sin, what the truth is. Hallelujah. And so we can decree these present day realities. Uh, When the enemy comes in and he starts to speak lies, you can just return with the word of the Lord. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. And you can base it on the word of God, on scripture, knowing that this is absolutely the will of God for you. So I've written down a few here. God has given me a new heart based on Ezekiel 36, 26. I have a pure heart. Hallelujah. Do you know that your heart is pure? You say, well, I thought the heart was wicked. In the old covenant, covenant, your sin was covered and the heart was wicked. It needed a solution. It needed the new covenant so God could come as he promised he would and give you a new heart. Hallelujah. That's not a heart of wickedness, but the heart of God, the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. That you would, it would be no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives in you. Hallelujah. And that it's not covering your sin he's actually taken away your iniquity which in hebrew means your crookedness god has he's been was wounded for your transgressions and he was bruised for your iniquities he was bruised for your crookedness he was crushed so your old nature was destroyed hallelujah and you become new in him hallelujah which means you have a clean heart you have a pure heart hallelujah your heart is clean if you don't believe that then you are are laboring under a lie that will cause you to distance yourself from God and believe lies about him that he is somehow you know tolerating you because he has to he has imparted his righteousness to us His blood doesn't just cover us. His blood, his body was broken. He spilled his blood to change us from the inside out. Hallelujah. That we might become the righteousness of God. He became sin, so we became his righteousness. Hallelujah. So we can declare, I have a pure heart. Even if my heart condemns me, he's greater than my heart. People struggle making a declaration like that. But when you look at the word of God, when you look at scripture, I'm going through Romans at the moment, verse by verse by verse, looking at it in like 10 different translations, each verse deliberately slowing myself down to chew on it. And it is so abundantly clear that we died. We were buried and we raised up. We were raised up with him that we are now new creations in Christ, that we are the just who walk by faith. Hallelujah. We're not trying to earn our righteousness. We are saved by grace through faith. Hallelujah. That word salvation, that study of salvation in the book of Romans is so exciting when you recognize it's it's a whole atonement. Our transgressions, our iniquities, our peace, our healing. He did it all. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. As Christ is, so am I in this world. Hallelujah. 
That's based on 1 John 4.17. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. 2 Peter 1.3. I am free from sin. Hallelujah. Why don't you turn to someone and say, I am free from sin. Romans 6, 7, 18, 22. I have become the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. I am holy, blameless, and above reproach before him. I'm not saying this hoping that I'm going to become it. These are decrees that are already present-day realities because I have given my life to the Lord Jesus Christ and I have exchanged my life, my weakness, my sin, my shame for his righteousness. Hallelujah. And so it's good not only to call those things that be not as though they are, but to call those things that be as they be so that we remember what we look like. If any man's a hearer of the word and not a doer, it's because he's like a man who looked in the mirror and then walked away and forgot what he looked like. If you want to be a doer of the word, if you want to be one who is walking in the ways of Christ, in the, in the nature and the holiness of Christ, in doing the works of Jesus, then you need reminding of what you look like. Amen. And this is one very powerful way to do it. Remind yourself. Speak to your soul. When your soul's discouraged, oh, I feel dirty, I feel bad, I'm naughty. You have to go, hey, soul, if you've done something wrong, talk to God about it. That was wrong. Should have said that. Sorry. But thank you, Lord. You already paid for it. Oh, thank you. I'm clean. That You don't hold this sin against me. You've separated it from me. It doesn't define me. I am righteous. I'm pure. I'm holy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, for your forgiveness. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, that I, I, I am the righteousness of God in Christ because as I've confessed my sin, you are faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. As far as the east is from the west, you've separated it from me. Hallelujah. This is not who I am. I'm not defined by this. Hallelujah. It takes faith to walk as the just. Hallelujah. It's an active, deliberate walk of faith where you've got to be constantly reminding your soul. Soul, you're pure. You're clean. You're holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm surrounded by the favor of the Lord as with a shield. That's one of my favorites scriptures to declare hallelujah favor keeps increasing around my life because i'm surrounded by the favor of the lord as with a shield no weapon formed against me prospers isaiah 54 17 and you could just go through and go through and go through i just wrote a couple of those down briefly but you could add so many powerful declarations to this as you read scripture take your take a pen write in your journal I love my time with the Lord I've got my own little chair and my little table and my little notebook and when I, I write scriptures that stick out into my notebook and they be, they form my prayer my prayer life I love to pray the Bible I don't just think oh that's a nice scripture I needed that today but I take it and I speak it out and I pray into it over the, over the coming weeks uh, because this is a weapon that is mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. This is a weapon that will demolish the lies of the enemy that are trying to trap me and, and, and ensnare me and discourage me. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And everything that he brings against you, he has given you weapons to demolish Every, every weapon that the enemy has tried to form against you, every bit of discouragement, anything that's not righteousness, peace, and joy is, is, and is evil is coming from the enemy. And God has given you weapons to destroy every one of those attacks. Hallelujah. 
And so we have to be diligent to recognize we are not to be passive. We are in a war, but it's already been won. You've got all the answers to the exam. You've just got to look at them and you've got to use them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Another way that we make decrees is we need to prophesy things that be not as though they are. Based on Romans 4.17. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Hey, that's what you look like. Hallelujah. You look like your father. And he calls those things that be not as though they are. Which means you get to create with your words. You get to speak and create with your words and call those things that be not as though they are. So I do this very deliberately, knowing that I'm going to receive what I'm speaking out. Hallelujah. So I say things uh, like Proverbs 16, 7. My ways please the Lord and God has made even my enemies to live at peace with me. Hallelujah. I have been made righteous, therefore I live righteously. My soul needs to be reminded of this reality. Hey, soul, you're righteous. Therefore, you live righteously. Everyone I lay hands on is healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Uh, This is one of my personal decrees that I make. uh, Because I know when I read the word of God, everyone who came to Jesus was healed. He healed them all. I've written down some of those scriptures. Mark 16, 18, Matthew 12, 15, Luke 6, 19, Acts 5, 16. He healed them all. Everyone who came to him for healing. So I'm created in his image. It's no longer Catherine who lives, but Christ who lives in Catherine. So I'm decreeing that everyone I lay hands on is healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you see how it's different to just vainly saying something and hoping something will happen? I'm attaching what I know to be true. I've seen it in the word. I've studied it out. This is the word of the Lord. This is true. So now I speak a decree in faith, creating, knowing that this is coming to pass. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 2, 16. I, I base this one on. I have the mind of Christ. Therefore, I instinctively believe the best and have pure thoughts and motives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is love. And if, if as he is, so am I in this world, then I am love too, which means I believe the best because love believes the best. God is love. No longer Catherine who lives, but God who lives in Catherine. Therefore, I believe the best. I am patient. I am kind. I'm long suffering. Hallelujah. When people have encounters with me, they encounter patience. They encounter peace because he's the prince of peace. Hallelujah. I'm so peaceful. I make these declarations because they are the truth and I'm speaking it, I'm creating it uh, and making a way for my life to follow in the footsteps of the Lord. The, the word of the Lord is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So we need to turn the light on by speaking it out. Amen. All of my family members are saved and walking in freedom and joy. Hallelujah. I pray that over my entire extended family. Hallelujah. I base it on 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Hallelujah. So we know it's the will of God that none should perish, so we can pray according to his will. Lord, I lift up my family to you. I decree, hallelujah, all of my family members are saved, and they're walking in freedom and joy. Hallelujah. He gives you the desires of your heart, too. 
So another way that I make decrees, and I, I really, I'm just showing you these things that you might be sparked to begin to make your own list, to begin to add to it, to speak it out. You don't have to say all of them every day, but, but get into the habit This is how I like to pray. I don't pray as an orphan or a beggar hoping that God will do something. But I pray seated in heavenly places with God, knowing I've been given authority to create my world with his words. Hallelujah. So he gives us the desires of our heart. Hallelujah. I was reading this this morning. Psalm 145 verse 19 says, the Lord fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. Hallelujah. That's good news. So I, I base the desires that he's put in my heart. I, I believe they are invitations from him waiting for my response. You think, well, how do you know that you've got good desires? Well, it's no longer me who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I have the mind of Christ. So I have his thoughts. I have his motives. I have pure motives. Hallelujah. So he wants to see those desires fulfilled. Hallelujah. They're lining up with scripture. They're lining up with who God is. I'm making good choices, wise choices because of the grace of God that's in my life. So I speak out things that are desires in my heart and knowing that this is powerful and it's creative. So I say things like the lame get up and walk during my meetings. Hallelujah. Quadriplegics jump up out of their wheelchairs in the presence of the Lord in our meetings regularly. I get happy about that thought. Singo Baron, you who've not born, uh, because God wants you to actually start to get happy about what you are declaring and believing is going to happen. Let your joy engage with the truth. All of my children love and enjoy an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. I normally say, actually, all of my children love God more than I do. Hallelujah. My family have favor with God and with man. My husband, my children, and I are healthy, joyful, and blessed. I sleep well. I wake up happy. You think, how is that, how is that the will of God? He gives his beloved sleep. Hallelujah. In his presence is fullness of joy. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It's the will of God for you to be happy. Hallelujah. I'm prosperous and as my soul is prospering. I receive fresh revelation from the Lord every day. And we know that he gives us daily bread. He's promised that. So I I just declare it. I receive fresh revelation every day. Every time I open my Bible, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. He's got a special treat for me today. And he leads me by his spirit to eat from his banqueting table that's rich and laden and full of goodies for me. Hallelujah. I say other things like I steward revelation really well because I don't want to be just one that receives it and gets puffed up with knowledge but I steward revelation really well hallelujah my youth and my strength is continually being renewed hallelujah oh I skipped one all of my family eat well exercise regularly and live healthy lifestyles I I, sometimes my soul needs to be reminded of this reality hallelujah it's a desire of my heart to take care of the temple. And so I have to remind my soul sometimes when I get very busy, hey, hang on, this is what you want. God gives you the desires of your heart. I'm going to speak it into being. I exercise regularly. Hallelujah. I eat really well. <laughs> 
You think, well, hang on, now you're getting a bit fleshy, carnal. No, it's no longer me who lives, but Christ who lives in me. He's called me to be the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's his desire that I take good care of my body. Hallelujah. I'm deeply loved and experienced God's love for me in ever-increasingly wonderful ways. Hallelujah. That's so good when the enemy's lying to you and saying, Oh, nobody loves you. You're all by yourself. When the enemy comes in and he wants to discourage you and say, Oh, nobody understands you. Why do you even bother? It's just all too hard. Everything's going to go wrong. You need to come and say, God has given me a hope and a future. I am deeply loved. I am accepted in the beloved. I'm seated in heavenly places with him. You're a liar, devil. Get out of my face in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm organized and self-disciplined. This is bearing fruit in my life. Hallelujah. I can testify it's working, which is a miracle. <laughs> you can add anything you want to in there. Whatever is a desire in your heart, you get to speak it out. Now, I'm saying these things because I believe that God is wanting us to go from a, beyond a place of having a head knowledge of the promises of God to actually starting to apply them in our lives. There's so much invitation from the Lord. All of God's promises are yes and amen. We are co-heirs with Christ. But the reality is that many Christians are living way below the experience of walking in the promises, the experience of walking in the reality of what God is saying. And that is because God is waiting for you to get up and eat from this banqueting table that he's given to you. He doesn't want you just to admire it and talk about it. Wow, look at the banqueting table God set. He's saying, I want you to get up and eat. Faith pleases God, not your false humility that says, oh, no, I wouldn't. I, I can't. No, I don't want to. No. I'm not worthy. That doesn't please God. God is pleased when you start partaking of the divine nature, when you start partaking of the fruit and, the, and all that he's given you so that you can actually represent him well. I say things like, Glory City churches are, no, are known by the love they have for each other. Hallelujah. Our church is continually growing and prospering spiritually, relationally, numerically, financially. I, I, as a pastor in this house, I, I am responsible to steward this house with the words that I speak when I'm praying. God wants me to be speaking life. In your business, in your workplace, be very careful not to get into a negative track because you have been put there as salt and light and you are the answer. And you could be, without even realizing it, causing more damage than good. If you get into agreement with negativity and go, oh, well, you know, this family member is, is such a, you know, they're this, they're like that. Or my boss or my workplace or it's so negative. If you speak those words, what you're doing is you are prophesying. God is looking for you to come in the opposite spirit and begin to speak life, begin to speak hope. Hallelujah. You can transform your whole workplace you can transform your city by speaking life by speaking truth hallelujah it doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge problems but we don't rejoice in evil 
We don't get down in there and talk about it all the time. We deal with it with the word of God and we bring the answer who is Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus didn't sit down with the people of Israel and go, it is terrible what the Romans are doing, isn't it? It's just shocking. It's just awful. Tell me again what happened. Did you did you hear what they did to you? you? Tell them what happened. That's awful. Awful things were happening. They were being mistreated, but Jesus didn't spend one minute of time talking about it. He came just to be light and hope and the answer to show them a better way. Hallelujah. As he is, so are you in your workplace. As he is, so are you in your family. Don't get together and gossip about how awful things are. Get together and speak life. Speak the word of God. Hallelujah. And you will see things change. I'm wise and I make wise decisions. Hallelujah. I can have, I have confidence to know. Thank you, Lord. You've anointed me with the mind of Christ. I say things like I get more intelligent every day. So hang on. How could you say that? Well, it's the will of God for me to walk with the mind of Christ. And he is smarter than anyone I know. Hallelujah. I get more intelligent every day. I make wise decisions. Because as I tell my soul this and my soul comes into agreement with it, I start to behave what I am believing. I start to manifest what I truly believe. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you believe yourself to be inadequate, unable to make good decisions, if you believe yourself to be selfish or proud or rude or pathetic, then you will live that out. But if you continually remind yourself of the truth, I have been given access now into the kingdom of God. My old life, old life has been cut away so that I can be the just who walk by faith. Not in name only, but in physical, spiritual reality. I can walk into the kingdom, walk into the throne room of God and live there manifesting and living out of the truth of what the kingdom represents. I can live not as a, as a pauper or the victim, but I can live as a child of the God, of, of God the most high. Hallelujah. I say things like, I hear and receive insight, ideas and solutions from the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom. I get creative ideas all the time and wisdom to know how to implement them. I have creative solutions. I remember all the things that I learn. These are all declarations that you, that you can make. Um, Emily and I, a couple of weeks ago when she was going in for her exams, we'd make declarations in the car. She, she'd say things, we, we play the game, we all play the game. And she'd make declarations like, I remember everything I've studied and I communicate it really well. She'd, she'd say things like, I have great favor with my lecturers. <laughs> I, I answer all the exam questions thoroughly and well, and I finish my exam well within the time limits. And those sort of things. And, and it's powerful, it's creative, and she does really well. Hallelujah. I move accurately and powerfully in all the gifts of the Spirit. This is a desire of my heart to grow even more in that. And I, I do that by speaking it out, by decreeing. These are just certain examples. But I tell you, there is unlimited creativity that can come when you start to step into the anointing of the creator. 
God has called you to proactively get up and declare the truth, to declare the truth of God, to speak and and create your world with the words that he wants to put in your mouth, to partner with heaven. Hallelujah. You can even say things. If if you are somebody that is prone to speaking negatively, you can start uh, speaking out. I speak positive, uh, life-giving words. Everyone I interact with leaves feeling more encouraged and, and having had an encounter with Jesus. Everyone I meet, everyone I talk to experiences the love of God. I say these things because, and it's powerful. The more I speak it, the more I believe it, the more I base it on the truth that I know and I read in the word of God, speak it out, the more I live it. And then the more I live it, the more I enjoy it, and the more I want to speak some more. And it just gets more and more glorious. People might criticize it and say, well, it's name it, claim it, blab it, grab it. It's a very negative thing to say. God's not looking for us just to go along with some sort of formula. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I've seen people do that, their list of confessions. They make their confessions. But they don't actually believe what they're saying in their heart. They believe that it could work, so they give it a go. That's not faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. It's, It's a confident knowing. This is what I know. We can be like Abraham, who was called father of many nations. He'd call his, his wife uh, and tell his wife, hey, call me father of many nations, before he'd even had a child. This was God's idea. God wants you to call those things that be not and bring them into reality as you speak it out. Amen? So, Father, I just ask that you would spark your people. Lord, to be speakers of truth. Speakers of life, speakers of hope. Papa, I'm asking that you would so encourage your people that as they read the word, they'd recognize invitations waiting for a response. Lord, that they'd see the word of God as an opportunity to pick it up like a sword and create, to bring down the lies of the enemy and to speak life, to speak hope. Lord, I'm asking for testimonies to come forth from everybody hearing, listening to this message. Lord, that they would speak and decree, that they would open wide their mouth and make a mighty decree. For Father, I know that you say that you will fulfill it. Lord, I thank you that you are the one that activates your angels as we speak and they they move at the sound of your voice at the sound of your words so as we speak your words i thank you that angels are being activated and things are coming to pass because of the power of the holy spirit hallelujah hallelujah amen amen i believe that this is something we need to to decide in our hearts this is how I live. This is how I speak. I've been given one life and it's a a gift from God. I can use it however I choose, but I've been given power to choose life and to choose righteousness. So every day 
I like to remind myself, my life is not my own. It's been bought with a price. So, Lord, today as I open my mouth, I stand knowing you're my Father and that you're the one that wants to lead me in your ways and in your will. So let my words line up with your will. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight today. Hallelujah. And then I'll speak it out. The words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart are pleasing in the sight of God. Hallelujah. I keep my mind set on things of Above, things that are pure and holy and of a good report. I rejoice in him. Hallelujah. I think you get the idea. You know, I believe that God wants to encourage us. Thanks, Delano. He wants to encourage us to really pick this up and apply it in our lives. I've been teaching my staff. I've been teaching my children, my family for years and years. I, before I even wrote a book, I said, my book's a bestseller. Well, it was. Hallelujah. I had to write it first, but I began building it in the spirit before I ever wrote it. You say, well, how could that be God? The word of God and his delight is that everything I put my hand to would prosper. That I, he, he created me to have influence. And so influence to me looks like having a bestseller. So I'll speak it out. I don't mind what you think. It works for me. Hallelujah. And I, I, I say things that, that it's remarkable. Tony Thompson, he's been walking with us for oh, probably 15 years now over in America. He's our um, Glory City Atlanta pastor over there. And he's been with me as, as we have been speaking out these words, as we've been playing this game. And he says, Mama Kay, the things that you say come to pass. It's so amazing. He actually could go through and, and name them because he'd been so used to hearing it. Hallelujah. I said, I said things long before I ever was pastoring a church. I would say things like I have an amazing media team who love working for the ministry and who are creative and, and just so enjoy what they do and, and taking the word and in television all over the world. Well, this was long before I ever met Nathaniel Oliveri. Hallelujah. I'm very blessed. I, spe I, I spoke over my staff. I spoke over my um, all, all sorts of things before I ever, ever had them, before I ever even had a forum to have them. I was speaking it into being, and I tell you, it works. And I love you and want you to be equipped to have the same results come to pass in your own life. When I had a vocal nodule on my vocal cords, I couldn't speak properly. I was... Speaking like this, because I used to prophesy. I'd do the worship, I'd play the piano, and I'd sing the worship, and then I'd preach, and then I'd prophesy, and I blew my throat. And I, I, my range shrunk to about less than an octave, and I, my voice was gravelly, and it was awful, and it was sore. And I went to the ENT, and he said, oh, you've got a nodule, you have to go to speech therapy. I have to go and pay lots of money and go to speech therapy for three months and nothing was happening. But every day, as I woke up with this sore gravelly voice, I'd say, I have a beautiful singing voice and my voice is strong and clear. <laughs> I did it every day and it hurt to do it. I have a beautiful singing voice and my voice is strong and clear. I have a great vocal range. Three months later, I went from having this gravelly voice. It wasn't even a gradual thing. I went from having this gra gravelly, sore voice. Three months later, bang, completely healed. 
Why didn't it happen straight away? I don't know. But I tell you, if you don't quit, you win. You've got to decide what the will of God is and not settle for anything less. Hallelujah. I know these guys all know if, if we're playing the game tag, it's your turn back. What do you say? Um, gosh, I'm on the spot. <laughs> good at this. I know you're good at this. You're excellent at this game. When I pray for people, they are instantly healed and transformed into breakthrough. So good. Hallelujah. Pastor Abby. I will see the dead come back to life. No, no, no. You see the dead. You call those things that be not as though they are. Try again. I see the dead raised. Amen. Very, very, very good. Gee, I know you're good at this. Uh, my ministry restores hearts are broken. Uh, yes, so good. We have a youth ministry of thousands that know who they are. Yeah. Amen. Our church has an album that's a bestseller. Oh, I like it. See broken hearts restored. Hallelujah. Very good. People see my life and want to live the way I live. Oh, boom. That's very good. I like that. That's very, very, very good. You got one, Joseph? I see amputated legs grow out. Oh, yeah. Come on. He gives us the desires of our heart. Amen. I know you. these guys have been playing the game. You got one? We are strong and courageous because God is with us wherever we go. Hallelujah. That's very good. Um, that miracles are our normal every day. Oh, I, that. I like that. <laughs> so good. Anybody else got a good one? Come on, Tish. I know you got Price's house has changed the abortion laws in Queensland. Hallelujah. I see abortion abolished in Australia and a culture of life established and celebrated. <laughs> this is fun. It's actually fun. And it's glorious and it's powerful. You got one, Barry? I see nations impacted and turned around by a prophetic word that God has laid on my heart. Hallelujah. So good. So powerful. You know, I, I encourage you, just when you're with your friends, go for it. Begin to speak it out. You've got, you don't want to cast your pearls before swine. I remember telling somebody when I was called to preach, hey, I'm, I feel like God told me I'm called to preach. And they went, I never saw that about you. Hmm. So be a little bit careful who you play the game with. But pick some good friends that will spur you on to love and good deeds and speak life. Hallelujah. I think Pastor James needs to speak one. Um, my prophecies are crystal clear and accurate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Actually, you should call those things that be not as <laughs> That's true. Hallelujah. Well, Father, thank you, Lord, for your grace and your help. Lord, you are so good and so kind. 